What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not Welcome back to the Wahai Network where we interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host Kojo Thompson and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Karthik Balaji now. He's been with ION for more than 10 years and now hosts with the apprentices and also is deeply involved with other Aeon initiatives as an actuary. So Karthik has a lot to share with us here today. Now, Karthik, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right. How are you feeling today? Great. The sun is shining. <laughs> it's finally nice weather in Chicago. Um, so I'm just excited to be here. Very nice. Very nice. And I'm very excited to have you on because I actually had to Google, you know, what you did when they told me uh, actuary. I was like, wait, actuary. What is what is that actually? So you have to break down. You got to tell us and you got to you got to walk us through what it is like doing what you do. But first off, my first question is why? Why did you become an actuary? You know, it really started in, in high school. Um, I'm going back to freshman year of my high school experience, and I was sitting in my, of all, of all places, my global studies class, where we were, I think we were talking about careers at one point. Someone had mentioned, you know, raised their hand and mentioned that they wanted to be an actuary. And, you know, at that time, I had not heard about that at all. I was still in the mode of trying to figure out where to go for college and what major to to look into. And as soon as that person mentioned that, and and also just the fact that the teacher kind of lit up after having heard that, um, I went back home and did some research on it, found out that it, it is a math-related career, and I was looking into math-related professions like engineering. You know, but I was also open to ideas. You know, I am come from a South Asian family, and, you know, I have a, a whole slew of doctors in my family as well as engineers, and I was kind of looking to break the mold a little bit. And after finding out more about the actual profession, which I'll get into, you know, I, I thought it was the career for me, you know, focusing on financial security for, for individuals and companies. It has a lot of job security for those that want to get into it. So the rest was sort of history from there. And, uh, you know, I've been at Ant for 12 years now doing, doing what I do, being an actuary for retirement plans. Very, very, very nice. Now, Again, you are you are pretty much you are at this point teaching people how to be actuaries. But I what I want to know is, you know, what what was the process like? Walk me through what it was like to from step one all the way to where you are now. Sure. So, you know, like I said, it started in high school that kind of planted the seed. Then I was kind of focused on getting into those higher math classes and focusing on the, the math courses that I needed to succeed. To go on to college, applied to schools that have an actuarial science program because there are programs at various colleges and universities across the U.S. Um, and around the world, too, that focus on the specific math and business acumen that's required for being an actuary. So I went to University of Illinois. With all of that, with kind of being an actuary in mind, I still was weighing the option of okay, do I focus on something a little bit more general, like 
just having a general business background. And so maybe my first year or so, I was focusing on some general business and economics courses just to potentially make myself a little bit more marketable. But then as I was talking to other people in networking who were pursuing the actuarial track, I was quickly convinced, hey, you know, this program exists for people to really be prepared for those preliminary exams. There's a whole credentialing process for being an actuary. So as soon as you graduate with your undergrad degree, you know, you might take one or two exams while you're in college. And then as you're working in your career, you'll continue to take more exams and eventually become what's called a fellow of one of the actuarial societies. So I quickly pivoted from sophomore, junior year to the formal actuarial science major. Again, it's a combination of math and statistics and finance courses focused on various things that you need to know to do the work. And the courses helped me prepare for the first couple exams in the process. One is focused on, you know, theory of interest. So understanding all things related to financial mathematics. The other course was on probability, um, understanding the, you know, likelihood of events happening. And so then applying to jobs across the U.S., eager to get that experience. And I landed at Aon um, in their retirement practice. It's really been a great rewarding career so far, you know, starting from doing the grunt analytical work from data analysis to determining determining what the pension liability is to solely, you know, in the consulting field, going to lead clients and uh, being helping them think through uh, their business problems and aligning our technical expertise with what they need, because our clients rely on us to know the work and to know all the gory details of retirement plans. And at the end of the day, they're relying on us to help them make a decision. And so we have to be able to boil down very technical concepts for them to make those decisions. I love that answer right there. Now, Karthik, please tell me. Now, you told me that you had a family full of doctors, engineers, or whatnot. But what I really want to know is what were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into you becoming an actuary? So I'll say it starts with being an only child in a way. So I always wanted to do what my parents did. And a lot of that ended up being, you know, or <laughs> helping helping around the house with organization and cleaning. And I will tell you, I remember I had a fascination with vacuum cleaners. I don't know why, but I <laughs> really enjoyed cleaning and um, vacuuming was sort of my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, you know, I, I just enjoy cleaning and organizing. And that sort of translates to the business world in that, you know, as we're helping clients, we're helping them think through complex problems, which can be very messy. Just thinking through the logic with them, maybe even helping them to improve some of their business processes. I think that's one skill that that's translated well, being an actuary in, in my current role. The other thing I'll say is, you know, in high school is involved with theater and speech team. Um, and again, you know, with a math related feel, you wouldn't think that those go hand in hand, but it's it really helped me establish, you know, a, a public presence, if you will. Like it helped with public speaking. It helped me kind of bust out of my shyness because I was a very quiet kid, and I still am a very quiet person in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's definitely helped me enunciate, helped me kind of understand uh, tailoring a message to an audience. Even with theater, I've been in on stage roles as well as backstage roles too. I've been uh, a stage manager for various plays throughout high school, and with that role, there's also project management skills that come from that. So I'd say all in all, like the high school experience, my childhood experience have lent itself to leadership skills and communication skills, attention to detail, all of which set you up for being a good actuary. 
I love it. I love that answer right there. I love that answer right there, especially the communication is key point. That was so beautiful. I love that right there. Now, Karthik, I got to ask, what is an average day like for an actuary? I'll say for me, no day is an average day just because with consulting, you have a portfolio of clients and at any given time, you could get a call from uh, your client contact to say, hey, I have a meeting tomorrow morning. Can you <laughs> can you help me with some estimates for uh, some cost projections I need to present to the CFO? And you sort of have to learn to just kind of drop what you're doing that day and mm. work through it. That doesn't wow. always happen, but you know, it, it, so my morning could start off with me checking in with my team, just a regular check-in to say, hey, how are things going on this project? They might give me a status updates. I might help them kind of guide them through some, some problems that they're working through. And then I might then pivot to reviewing something that someone gave to me to ultimately send to the client and then take lunch. And then I might get that random call from a client contact saying, hey, I need this tomorrow morning um, when mm. I already had, might have had plans to to do something else so you just have to kind of roll with the punches and you know it, it's a dynamic environment everyone's here to help you we're a very collaborative group of people so when those things come up it's usually easy enough to pivot your schedule it might also mean asking someone else for help on something while you can kind of focus your energy on on this one urgent request but you know it's one thing that i enjoy uh the kind of the dynamism of all of it you know it keep, keeps the workout to be very fresh it keeps you on your toes and over time you just learn to kind of manage your manage your time with sort of unpredictable things that might come up Karthik, you might have you might have actually you I think you knew the questions because you answered the next two questions for me. I was just about to ask you what you enjoyed the most and what you enjoyed the least. So the fact that you already you answered three questions in one there, Karthik. So I love that. I loved all of that right there, Karthik. So I'm going to ask you I'm going to hit you with this one. This one right here. This is my absolute favorite question. It, it is. Do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? I'll say not necessarily. For me, I know as I was going through high school and really throughout my scholastic career, I put a lot of pressure on myself to get really good grades so I can get into a great college to, you know, get the right financial assistance. And I won't discredit, you know, anyone that, that is focusing on, on getting straight A's because that will certainly set you up for success. But that's not the whole story, right? Mm. There's there's definitely some tunnel vision that could happen when you are focused on grades and and not much else. You know, obviously colleges look for well-rounded individuals and it's it's okay to, you know, not have stellar grades, but still have the, what I'll say, the critical thinking skills, the communication skills, all of the soft skills that I mentioned earlier is really what we look for. And it also does, does you no good if you just focus on getting an A on a test, right? You could sort of cram <laughs> to maybe get mm -hmm. to that grade, but then do you retain it? Afterward, mm. it's really being able to apply what you learned for the longer term, right? So we look for candidates. Certainly having a strong GPA helps, but it's not the whole thing. It doesn't mm. define you on your resume. So it's really those soft skills, the critical thinking skills, the really the ability to apply what you learned that matters the most. I will say, you know, as part of the credentialing process, you know, we obviously have to take exams and there are professions that sort of require that, right? Because there's so many things we have to know as, as, as being mm -hmm. an actuary with all the economic models, the, the principles that we have to know, um, and the, just the technical and legal expertise um, or the legislative environment that we operate within. Without that, 
we would have no way of demonstrating what we know. So by way of that process, there are, you know, of course, those exams are scored, but it pass fail and you can take them multiple times. So while it, it can be challenging to get there, um, it is certainly rewarding and there are lots of resources to help you. So anyone who's thinking about being an actuary, but it's sort of maybe a little bit apprehensive or not sure about the process, I'd say just stick with it. Um, it's it's not something to feel discouraged about because they're between the people that are involved along the way and the resources that are, that are available to help you, um, you can certainly get there. Very nice. Very nice. I love that piece of advice right there. I loved it. Now, Karthik, I'm going to break down this next question for you just a little bit. What do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? So I'll say the, the, the biggest impact I've had so far is around colleague development. And so with that, the last couple of years I've been involved with, and I think you mentioned this earlier, um, AN's apprenticeship program. So for those that don't know what that is, it's a partnership where we coordinate with the local community college and we hire the students that get accepted into this program full-time at the start of, of, of the apprenticeship with the expectation that they'll be going to school part-time and then working part-time for two years while they're getting their associate's degree. And the focus of this is to really break barriers because not everyone has the opportunity to go to a four-year university, whatever reason that may be, financial reasons for you know not really being sure about where you see yourself. And it's intended to help widen the pipeline and really set, a, set the firm up for, for success down the road. So in the last couple of years, I had the opportunity of managing two apprentices in that program. And it was really kind of a pilot for our particular practice just because uh, we hadn't had any apprentices in sort of an actuarial role. You know, just with what I mentioned earlier, it, there's a lot of technical expertise that's involved with doing the work. But at the same time, we have a lot of tools available to kind of help those that don't necessarily have the educational background to still do the work and to kind of get exposed to the concept early on. So that's been a great success for us so far. The two apprentices that I managed recently graduated in December and um, are with us full time now. In those two years, you know, they, they were able to get their degree and they're also well equipped <laughs> to help us with doing our line of work. The other thing I'll just say, you know, I'm heavily involved with the Society of Actuaries. So that's one of the actual societies that credentials, credentials profession. And I been involved with their education efforts, you know, with helping with the curriculum for the retirement exams, but also have recently come on board as the co-chair for what's called the Joint Committee on Inclusion, Equity, and Diversity. And so we're really focused on expanding the awareness of the profession and really trying to get underrepresented backgrounds into the profession because it is a lucrative career. It's a very rewarding career, and I'd love to see more folks in it. I loved it. I loved it. And we're, we're going to get to that. We're going to we're going to circle right back to that in the end. I'm going to ask you to uh, shout that out and promote it one more time. But we you have been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice all interview long. But we are winding down to that last question. And that is if you could give one just one piece of advice to somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in a day, what would it be? Stick with it. It's easy to get discouraged at failure. And sometimes people look at failure as, as something finite or something that sort of defines them. That shouldn't be the case, right? You should definitely use failure as a tool to grow. And being an actuary, as with any profession, the process of getting there is, is more like a marathon than it is a sprint. And so any actuary that you talk to will likely say, hey, I failed an exam before. 
And I know it, it sucks in the moment, right, when you find out that you failed, um, especially after you put in several hours of studying. But at the same time, that just sets you up for knowing what to look for next time, right? And focusing on what skills you do have, as well as what skills you might need to sharpen to pass the next time. And like I said, there are lots of resources available to help you pass the exams to get you the support that you need. So do whatever you can to talk to people, expand your network, make sure you connect to those resources, you know, and then also find ways to get exposed to the work because the sooner that you're able to get some exposure to actual projects, the more that you learn about the profession and um, the various disciplines that actuaries work. So like I said, stick with it. Don't get discouraged. It's okay to fail because that's what makes you stronger in the end. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Karthik, you have been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice all interview long. So I have to thank you once again. Now, if there is anything, anything that I could, you know, put down in the link in the description below for my audience to click, especially that apprenticeship program that I think a lot of people are so interested in. So if you could please shout that out, something, social media, anything, a book, I don't care what it is, just something that I can put in the link in the description below. Sure. Um, the, the one for our friendship program, um, I believe it is www.aon.com slash early careers. And there should be a link to the apprenticeship program. Um, the other thing I'll just shout out is beanactuary.org, which lays out everything you need to know about being an actuary. Um, and it's it's one of uh, one of the outputs of this committee that I'm on um, to really raise the awareness of our profession. And so I encourage you to take out both links um, and certainly reach out if you have any questions. Please, everybody, please, please, please hit that link in the description below. This is a godsend from, for anybody who is interested in getting into the career path that Karthik is in. And I got to thank Karthik one more time. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Karthik help you find it here today. Folks, that is a wrap. If you like today's episode, but feel like you still need an extra push, Make sure to follow me on Clubhouse for free confidence coaching at Kojo the Goat. Again, that's at Kojo the Goat on Clubhouse. Subscribe, leave a comment, and make sure to follow all our social media channels at YI Network. All inquiries, please email Kojo at YINetwork.com. Talk to you soon, guys.